With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are now in the Cornwall Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, I'm back outside. Welcome to Corn Roof pregame. I post the phone podcast. Shit, used to being just in the pregame. <laughs> this is our last regularly scheduled episode. After this, now until about August, there will be random Tuesdays or random Thursdays. We decide to take off. This is the one perk of the off season. We're not held to a set sketch, completely set schedule, but. We are here because this is one of the most important days in the NFL draft season. NFL season is post draft. We grade today. Me and Matt are going through every single team. We're grading every single roster. We're going alphabetical. I think we're just going to go alphabetical, divisional, whatever the way. That's uh, fine. Doesn't matter to me. But while that's happening, uh, I had a little mood shifter this uh, this week. Man, I was so hype. I was excited because Howie Roseman is that dude. Because apparently we're now the Philadelphia Bulldogs. So, in honor of Howie being a fucking G. Cigar, <laughs> baby. I thought you were going to. This is a Cohiba Black. This is a phenomenal cigar. Thought you were going to come back with a big Georgia Bulldog hat or something on you. It's a car at Eagles hat, close enough. Mm <laughs> You know, um, I mean, we'll get into it later, but I don't, I don't think it's really any surprise that Howie Roseman stole the show for Philly in the draft just with his, not only with his selections, but the trades that he was making in the draft. It was just, it was masterful. It was just a fucking work of art for football. Insane. We'll talk about all that more. So, Matt brought up quick headlines. Um, Ravens do not pick up Patrick Queen. The uh, <clears throat> Panthers don't pick up CJ Henderson. <clears throat> uh, let's see, who else am I missing here? Uh, today was supposed to be the day the Jets were going to announce that they were going to pick up Makai Becton's, and I don't think they came out with that one yet. So that means they're not going to pick up his option? Probably not. I mean, hey, I, he hasn't been healthy since, like, 2020. So, I mean, I mean, I love the guy, and I hope he comes back and he just kills it, but uh, this guy just can't stay on the field. <clears throat> so basically he hasn't been healthy since his rookie season. Yes. 
He had, a, he had a nice promising little rookie year, and he has not seen the field since. And they haven't picked it up yet. There you go. All right, so we're going to do it this way. So we're going to pick our worst draft of the week. Each of us are going to have ours. And for that, um, we're going to do our clown of the week. Like the Bryce Harper sounds coming back. The clown question, bro. <laughs> so Matt's pick and my pick for worst drafts. It'll be randomly introed with a clown question. <clears throat> Noah Air Fog one this week. I feel like since I'm outside, it's a little cliche. We're Zen. We're happy out here. I'll still play some music though, because I'm, I'm I'm in a good mood. So we'll get it rock and roll here with draft grades, Mr. Matthew. Let's just start off in the AFC West. Or actually, no, we're we starting the AFC West. I think we're starting. AFC. No, we're starting the AFC. No, AFC South. NFC South. Sorry. Wow. I'm losing my fucking mind right now. AFC West. AFC West. Sorry. NFC West. So, first up, because I can't read apparently. I'm Kevin's right. I'm fucking illiterate. Arizona Cardinals. Everyone knows the offseason. Kyler Murray uh, goes down. D hops on the trade block. You've got Buda Baker and him both requesting to be booted. Um, What? So. So a little summary of who they got. Paris Johnson, round one. B.J. Ojolari, round two. <clears throat> Garrett Williams and Michael Wilson, rounds three. And after that, Clay- besides Clayton, two, nothing really big. I mean, oh, Papo, it's a, that was a decent uh, pickup in round five. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I agree with you. The first like handful of picks are great for them. It's it's hard to give them. I feel like it's hard to give them a bad grade because they they needed every solid B plus. Yeah, I agree. Solid B plus, maybe. What what is it? Is it go A minus A A plus or is it A A minus A plus? It goes A minus A A plus. Yeah. All right. So I give it B plus, borderline A minus. It's just the like, Paris Johnson's a great pickup for them. BJ Jolari is a great pickup mm-hmm. for them. Um, and everything else I like for them as well. They just had a lot of holes on that team that I really think it's tough to give them a bad grade when they, they literally drafted everything. You got defense, interior defensive line, cornerback, linebacker, quarterback, guard, tackle, edge, corner, wide receiver. They, they drafted everything. So for me, it's weird. So I look at... <clears throat> I, I look at other teams, like they hit their first three picks. Yeah. A lot of teams don't do that. So this is why I, I, the only reason I'm giving it an A is because I didn't see a late round gem that I loved. And I think they're reached on Paris Johnson. Yeah, I agree. I think I like Paris Johnson a lot. I think Skaronsky's the top tackle, but I also think even if you took him at six, that's reaching. So I, I think, I think it was a little high for Paris Johnson. Fair enough. All right, we're going down to the dirty South ATL. Giving him a B minus because besides B. John Robinson, I don't like really anything they drafted. Zach Harris is not a bad edge rusher. Matthew Bjergensen out of uh, or Bjergen out of uh, Bergeron. Syracuse Bergeron, whatever something French or Swedish sounding. It's not there. It's not a bad pick, but it's like I'm not impressed by it. Yeah, I agree. I think they should have went tackle first round, and I think that's when they should have got Skaronsky. Um, They've got – I know they kind of faded out um, Cordero Patterson running back-wise last season. Tyler Algier looked pretty good for them at the last half of the year, so I don't think they really needed Bijan. I think they could have gotten um, 
you know, Charbonneau or Charbonnet or something like that. Ty J Spears or something that could have given him a little bit, but um, I, I give I give it the same thing. I give it about a B minus. Um, not a bad, not terrible, but I don't love anything really past Bergeron. You know what I mean? I mean, a, another team that needs a lot. So, I mean, they drafted oh. and, and a lot of needs, areas of needs, but I mean, nothing flashes out to me as like anything more than just like sufficient. Not true. Um, besides Bijan, which I feel like was a reach, I feel like they could easily trade it back. I mean, because the only—I feel like the only—they just took best available. <clears throat> it's just it, there were some other holes they could have filled. Baltimore Ravens. I'll give it a minus. I love Trenton Simpson. We've talked about this on our linebacker show. Zay Flowers was my number two receiver in this draft. If not, he's not. He's number three. And then they also got Andrew Voorhees as like a flyer kind of guy. Remember, he injured himself during the combine. Finished the fucking drill. Like, I love when you guys get a late round edge. And, dude, late round steal. I'm loving this a lot. Um, I'm giving the Ravens an A-. minus. Yeah, I I agree. I'm giving them – I'm going to give them – I'm going to give them an A. Um it's it's you know what really sells me because outside of Zay Flowers and Trenton Simpson, like I like I like Tavius Robinson and Andrew Voorhees, like you said. So that really gives it. It's just the fact that they got Trenton Simpson in the third round. Like I really thought that he could have went late first to Buffalo or somebody like that, or maybe even early second. But they got him in the third round, and I think that's a steal for them. And you know, you had Zay Flowers with with Lamar Jackson. You, you know, Trenton uh, Simpson. The third round's a steal. I, I think they had a pretty good draft, so I definitely going to give him an A for that. Yeah, no, me too. I um, <clears throat> the Bills, who were the I mean, uh, the Ravens were the laughing stock almost the entire offseason because how they handled the Lamar Jackson thing came out and just cleaned house like back to back drafts was getting good potential guys. Speaking of the Bills, um, I give I'm giving them. They took a Dalton Kincaid in the first, Osiris Torrance in the second, Doran Williams out of uh, Tulane in the third. I'm giving it a B minus, C plus. It was underwhelming to me. I mm-hmm. Pro Football Focus gives him an A. I think the Kincaid one's great. I'll give him a C plus. But the problem is I'm not going much higher than that. They really didn't. Like all the guys they picked up were okay at best. Like they're really banking on hidden gems. I really thought they needed a middle linebacker. They didn't solve. They didn't like get with the guy. I should have. They should have taken. They should have taken Simpson in the second round. I mean, I do like Osiris Torrance's upside. I love Kincaid. He's my favorite tight. He's my uh, favorite tight end in the draft. I don't know. It just. It just felt kind of. Eh. Like, underwhelming to me. I feel like Buffalo could have done so much better, especially how their season ended. <clears throat> yeah, I I feel the same way. I I wasn't. I was very underwhelmed with their choices. I mean, I agree with you. I think they really needed to go um, defense <clears throat> first. I think they needed um, somebody somebody to help with the pass rush with Von Miller. I think they really needed somebody to replace um, Edmonds, who they lost in free agency. I was really thinking they were going to go linebacker in the first round. They went tight end. Um, I like Dawson Knox, but I'm not going to be upset with giving him help with Dalton Kincaid. I think that's a great pick, but I just think they needed a linebacker more than that. Then they took the guard in the second, and they didn't, they didn't address pass rush until round three, and then they didn't address the secondary until round seven. 
and nothing really jumps out at me besides Kincaid and Torrance. I mean, Dorian Williams, yeah, but I mean, I think they could have used <clears throat> defense defense earlier on and then maybe grab maybe like a Zach Koontz or something in like the fifth or sixth round instead. But I mean, you know, that's what they went with. I agree. C plus. I, I don't really see the A. But I mean, I, I give it a C plus. It's not horrible, but it's not to me. It's nothing that's going to put them over the hump to win a Super Bowl. Okay, I'll give you that one. Um, Carolina is next up. I'm giving it a B, a B, even B. Listen, you nailed mm-hmm. the number one overall pick. You get a good receiver for the slot for him. Or the outside going with Adam Thielen, Terrence Marshall, and um, of course Miles Sanders running the ball. It's not a bad. Oh, DJ Chark, yeah. So that's a, not a bad team of four guys. That's not a bad four-man receiver group. But no. after Mingo, it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, DJ Johnson had Oregon's an okay edge rusher. I had him, like, I think edge rusher nine or ten on my board. <clears throat> so it's whatever at this point, honestly. It's Carolina, they did the most in free agency. Their big throw was nail number one overall pick. So they were going to instantly get a B- minus as long as they didn't fuck up number one. Yeah, I, I I agree. So I actually agree with PFF's grade of a B plus. So I like Bryce Young a lot. I love Jonathan Mingo for them to go with who they already have. Like you mentioned, DJ Johnson and Chandler Zavala, you know, good pickups, but nothing that really just, you know, sh- jumps out at you as like, I can't believe they snagged those guys or anything like that. But I do like Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. Um, so for that, I'll give him a B plus. I think, you know, for the five picks that they had, I think they made some improvements with that team, um, especially with the division like that. That's just wide open. No, I completely agree with you. And this is why I love cigar cutters, man. I only had about maybe 10 puffs out of this thing. Realized after going for a run, smoking a cigar wasn't the smartest thing in the world. So I'm going <laughs> to save the rest of this. For- Sorry, Bianca has a... Uh- she, she's got a, this nicotine little pen thing, and every time I hit it, I take when I tell you the most minuscule hits to the point where you don't even see smoke come out, and I just can't stop coughing. Dude, this I would is... I would die. I remember I was hooked on blues for like what a year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember those. <clears throat> that was brutal. All right, one of the worst habits I picked up while I was a mover. All right, and by the way, before we move any further, this mock draft preview is brought to you by the amazing people at Candidates.com. Promo code BELLYUP20 for 20% off. Official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast and Belly Up Sports. Shout out to our boys over at Candidips for just, by the way, their big e-packs come with 50 packs in them. I have two right now. I've only burned through about half of one. It's amazing. Gotta love this stuff. Their company just keeps getting better and better. All right, moving on. We're actually moving along pretty good. I'm proud of our pace right yeah. now. Maybe upbeat music. The Chicago Duh Bears. Um, the Bears is a tricky one because I'm partial. They took Tariq Stevenson, my boy out of Miami, in the third and second round. I like the Darnell Wright pick. I think they reached on him. Grove on Dexter. Eh, I, I don't hate it, but they really didn't. And they got Rashawn Johnson. It's a solid order to see that. And they got Noah Sewell, who I was very high on. Yes. Yes, very much. So, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to give it a solid B. Just good. It was a good draft. B plus. I'll give it B plus. Because they got depth, guys. They didn't hit out of the park. There's no home run hitters in this draft. 
but they yeah. got solid guys who can compete day one and who are probably going to start. Yeah, I give it a B plus too. My thing is, what's keeping me from wanting to give it anything higher is because I love the positions that they took, but I just think that some of the guys that they took in that position, I just kind of question. So like Darnell Wright, for example, one, I think the Bears should have stayed at nine and taken Jalen Carter. I really thought that that was the guy for them to just boost that pass rush to be like 1985 Bears-esque again when you had um, Edmonds and then you've got... um, You'd have Jalen Carter rushing the um, the passer again. But if they're going to take tackle, Skronsky was right there. I think that's the best tackle in the draft. I'm surprised that they didn't take him, especially him being a Chicago kid. I like Tyreek Stevenson a lot. Um, I love Noah Sewell. Um, so for those reasons, I'm giving him a B plus because I love the rest of their picks. I just, like I said, I love the positions that they chose. I just think some players should have been different. But this is also when it was one of those drafts where they were talking about this at nauseum. It's like, listen. It's not one of those drafts where there's a clear-cut 30 top-tier players. Yeah. There's 15 first-round grades, and the rest is a clusterfuck. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I actually love that take because I think that was this made it one of the most impressive drafts. By the way, shout out to Daniel Jeremiah. 46 out of 50 of the top 50 picks he nailed. You know, I, I but he nailed. He nailed. They were drafted in the top fifty, which is crazy. Oh, all right, that works. I was gonna say in order. I looked at our recap, and I had like one right in the first like ten picks. I had all the trades seven in the first ten. All the trades screwed me. I also was trying to will Bijan to the Eagles, but honestly, what how he did in day three, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Now yeah, we can. have my first winner of the draft tonight: the Cincinnati Bungles. <laughs> Way to come on, hit the gas, fellas. Nobody's knocking out Patty Mahomes unless you guys do. Yeah. Miles Murphy at 28. Awesome. You get DJ Turner to the fastest corner in the draft at 60. Then you look at Jordan Battle, solid center field guy at 95. Charles Jones out of Purdue. Chase Brown, a bruising backup out of Illinois. And DJ Ivy in round seven, an underrated corner out of Miami. Phenomenal. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I love the punter pick too because I mean they've already got a solid young kicker, so you add a you add a rookie uh, punter in there, and you got a pretty good special team so far. Miles Murphy's a steal at twenty eight. DJ Turner's great. Jordan Battle was awesome next to Brian Branch, Um, and then you got you know receiver and running back duo, and I mean you got. who do they have? Uh, no, that was Giovanni Bernard. He's not with them anymore. I, just, I saw him in the Bangladesh. Yeah. But you got Joe Mixon. Everybody's been on the block. Could he be cut or could he not be cut? But you, you throw Chase Brown in there for some speed. Um, and then, you, like you said, DJ Abby, I think this was an A draft for them, an A, a minus, a, a, a minus draft for them. First high grade so far. But I think that's I think that's just what they needed to happen for them in order to at least solidify themselves as favorites for that division going forward. Very nice. Squirrels and foxes going nuts behind me in the woods. You gotta love living in the middle of the freaking sticks. All right. Yeah, I just, they're they're my first winner. I think they might be the winner of the draft. Here's my first loser. Hugh the Sound. Mr. Harper, will you please? (laughs) There it is. That's a clown question, bro. First clown of the week, the Cleveland Browns. What rhymes with clown brown? There you go. It makes total sense to me. Cedric Tillman was our first pick at pit in the third round. I don't hate the pick, but I think it's a little overvalued for him. I think he's a fourth-round grade in my eyes. 
Then after that, just nothing except for Dorian Thomas Robinson, aka Liv Liv Cowherd's boyfriend. That is the only <laughs> decent pick. It's just not great. I but you know I love how Pro Football Focus gave them an A minus. I just they're, they're such like. I don't get. I mean, psyche. I see. I for. I guess for what they did with having no first or second round picks, it's not terrible. So honestly, I'll give it a D plus instead of an F. I don't really think I have any F grade drafts, but I'm just. I don't like it. Even like Tillman's good for me, but like then after that, I'm just like, Meh. yeah. I give it a C at best. I mean. Cedric Thomas is not a bad pick. Neither is um, Siaki. Yeah. But I like Dewan James a lot, or Dewan Jones a lot. But after that, I mean, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, sure. I mean, he can back up um, Deshaun Watson for the next four years of his guaranteed contract. Cam Mitchell and Northwestern. I, I mean, I, I think it's, I guess it's just really what they could do with the little of resources that they had from their trades with the Jets with Elijah Moore and their signing and trade for Deshaun Watson. So, Give him like a C. I know they didn't start picking until the third round, but just nothing really catches me besides the one Jones. Yeah, no, I when it really came down to it, I I really tried to give it the benefit of the doubt, but it wasn't just it wasn't just a good draft for me at all. All right, Dallas Cowboys. I'm giving it a good old fat C minus. Yeah, I think this just Ooh, shows, like, I didn't uh, even hear Mozzie Smith. Like I they thought they were talking about like Travis Frederick. I'm like, listen, y'all hit it like hit a like hit a one in a million shot with T. Frederick, all right? Yeah, I, I, I do just, like Demar- Demarion Overshawn. I loved because they got him a lot higher. Than I thought he was gonna go and Deuce Vaughn in the sixth, awesome pick. So they got some good depth guys later, but they just bundled their first and second round picks. So I'm like, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I give it a good like I give it a good C, if anything. I mean, like you said, I like Deuce Vaughn in the six. I thought it was really special seeing his dad draft him. Uh Mozzie Smith, I thought was gonna go in like round two. I thought Luke I had him Scoot. going in round three. Yeah, I, I just was not a day one pick. Luke Schoonmaker, I, I think if they three, were gonna with Rose and Clancy on the board, they took him. Yeah, that's that's mm. yeah. It's just another, just to, to sum it up, this is just proof as to why you probably shouldn't have Jerry Jones draft anymore. <clears throat> exactly. Um, all right, next up, we got the Denver Broncos. I'll make even a B plus. <clears throat> That's where I actually agree with Pro Football Focus here. Love Drew Sanders pick, a very aggressive, fast linebacker, moves side to side really well. His coverage is improving. He's a pass rusher by nature, but he transferred to Arkansas to actually be a linebacker, a stand-up linebacker. So, good for him. Um, Marvin Mims, don't hate it. Solid interior receiver. You know, they're trying to move Jerry Judy. They're trying to move uh, Cortland Sutton. Why not, right? Also, Alex Forsythe, solid center out of Oregon. kind of, And also, they drafted the first white cornerback. Yeah, <laughs> Riley Shout Moss, out to Riley Moss. They said the fastest Bronco, the fastest white Bronco since uh, OJ's no, car. Oh my god, that's perfect. 
Yeah, I, I give this good, a good B draft. I think, you know, I would even give it the B plus, like you said, if you really consider the fact that they had, you know, five picks and they didn't pick until the 63rd pick in the second round. So pretty much the very end. Marvin Mims is a solid pickup, and I like Drew Sanders a lot. Riley Moss is fast, and Forsythe's a nice steal in the seventh <clears> round. Um, yeah, I give it a good B, B plus. I think they did good with the resources they had. Um, I'll give you that one. All right, Detroit Lions. Motor City Dan Campbell. He's out here biting kneecaps. Taking dudes early. I love it. This dude says, fuck your draft board. And he go gets Jameer Gibbs at 12, which I was like, damn it. Well, then I realized why that was great was because that means that Swift was going to be uh, heading east soon to his hometown. I love the Jack Campbell pick at 18. I absolutely love Jack Campbell. We talked about it on the show. Big got your linebacker, kind of like a late Van Der Esch, kind of build, just solid. And Sam Laporta, one of the more athletic tight ends out of uh, out of um, Iowa. Brian, Brian Branch, you know, just a good nickel nickel safety. Hinden Hooker as a backup or future quarterback. Like, I don't see a questionable pick until I even Project Martin at WKU isn't bad. And Antonio Green, I watched him catch a long ball against the Tar Heels. Like, they're not – there's not a bad pick. I give it a solid B+. I won't give it an A because they reached on guys. And they could have taken um, – they could have taken – they didn't have to trade it for Jameer Gibbs. They could have kept him at 18 and then – or 17 and then draft. It's just they, they didn't have to go there, but, you know. Yeah, I I, I agree with what you're saying. I, it's tough. I'm, I'm going to give him a – a firm A minus. All right. I like I like the running back and the linebacker thing. My thing is that I think, like you said, I think they could have got Gibbs at eighteen, and I think they could have traded back with that second first rounder taking Jack Campbell later on. So I think they could have got those two same guys with later picks. Mm-hmm. But really sells me is that Sam Laporta out of Iowa tight end university for them is going to be phenomenal for. Um, for Jared Goff, Brian Branch is, I think, slipped big time. As a, I think a lot of us had him going top 25 in our mocks. He wound yeah. up going 45. His lack so I think of that's athleticism a, was what killed him. Yeah, I think <laughs> Sam Laporta is a great pick. I think Brian Branch is a steal. I think Hendon Hooker is a really good value pick in the third round to be behind Goff to learn for a year or two. And then I like the rest of the picks, but I give I give this one a solid A minus, just like borderline B plus A minus. I I just I think they reached them the first two, but I still like who they took. If that makes sense. No, I like that. Um, with the next up, you have Houston Texans. Now Houston, I love their first two picks. Then after that, it's me. I mean, they got Henry Tua two out of uh, Alabama. Who is a very underrated linebacker? I like him a lot. I'm gonna give it a solid B, like as much of a B as a B can be, because you get two of the top five most talented players in the draft. You kind of automatically get placed at at least a B minus, and then they get Tank Dell out of um, Houston, and they go get uh, Henry Tuatu. They have Ju- I, I don't mind Juice Scruggs as a player on tape. So, yeah, it's, it's honestly Houston had a good solid is a B draft. The problem is they just they could have gotten like Jalen. I, I believe they could have gotten Jalen Hyatt at sixty nine, or picked up um, 
But there, there was a bunch of good receivers available at that point. So I was I was a little like, eh, guys race, but whatever. Yeah, I gave it a solid B as well. Like I think they hit the nail on the on the head with CJ Stroud, and then I thought it was phenomenal. They just got right back on the clock. I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. And they took Will Anderson. I thought that was just two amazing back to back. Those are A plus picks right there, those two. But then he yeah. like you said, he scrugs. Probably could have took high at a 62 or whatever it was that he was available at. Um, not a big fan of Tank Dell. And then, you know, I like Henry too, too. But other than that, I mean, I think it was a little underwhelming once you got past the first two picks. So I give him a solid B. Definitely made improvements. But I think they just they took the home run and then they just kind of walked with it. I, um, I have my first A. I have another. I have my first A minus of the day. The Indianapolis Colts. Listen. I think we also skipped over the Packers. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, let's do the Packers. Fuck it. Um, Packers. I give a B plus to. I I agree with Pro Football Focus here. Like, I'm not the biggest Lucas Van Ness guy. I I want to see him be productive against actual talent. Like Luke Musgrave, um, I love the uh, I love the, the Jaden Reed pick. I think was he was a sneaky kind of guy in the draft. They had a bunch of B guys. You know, I'm not going to give this B plus. I'm going to get a B minus. They just had a lot of picks. <clears throat> I feel like they shotgun their way through it, just firing off trying to hit targets. They could have easily taken better players at 13 and at 42 and 50, but you know, <clears throat> my favorite thing is at 13 when they didn't take Jackson Smith and Jigma. And their entire fan base is like, oh, no. Uh, I'm going to give this a C plus. I'm going to go a little lower. Um, I And this is, has nothing to do with, obviously, I mean, the, the trade between. I tried to talk to myself with a B plus. I couldn't do it. No, I'm going to give them the C plus. It's, it's nothing to do with the comparison between them and my team or anything. It's it's just like you got a brand new free, uh, you know, rookie quarterback. It's going on his fourth year in the league. It's first year starting, and you need to give him help. He has Dobbs and Watson, but Dobbs doesn't have the greatest of hands. And Watson emerged at the second half of the season, but he needs help. <clears throat> so you give him Lucas Van Ness on the edge. You should have taken Smith and Jigma. You should have taken Quentin Johnson. Um, so then you give Luke Musgrave in the second uh, round, which I like. You don't go receiver till the till the end of the second round to get J.B. Reed. I mean, I think moves could have been made. They had a lot of picks. They could have moved up and at least gotten hired or moved in just to take in somebody a lot better, maybe even Mingo rather than Reed. But then you take another tight end because you're not too confident in Luke Musgrave. Then you don't draft. You don't even address the needs like secondary. They don't address that until round seven. They take a kicker before that. And they took a quarterback round five. Mm-hmm. I, I just I think it's a C plus. I think they just started picking to pick, and um, I don't know. They I think they just should have went receiver heavy early on and not edge at thirteen. True. All right, Indianapolis Colts. I'm going with my first A minus of the day. <clears throat> Anthony Richardson, you get your future backup. You get your future franchise quarterback. You get your. Your solid uh, receiver to help him out in the slot and Josh Downs. Julie, Julius Britz is underrated as hell. I give him a solid B of a pick. But then you go out and get like Will Mallory in the fifth round, a underrated, really fast tight end. And they just, they had a lot of picks and they just used them with yeah. solid guys. They didn't see any bad overdrafted guys. So you know what? Like, is this a solid. Anthony Richardson, I think, is what puts them over to the top here. I think this will give them the A-. But, yeah. 
Yeah, I love the first. I love the first like three to four picks or so. I, I give this one a good A minus as well. I think Anthony Richardson was the best quarterback available on the board when Stroud and Young went, so I think that was a perfect pick for them. They didn't even have to move up; they could they just stayed right where they were. Um, Julius Brent, I think, is an underrated solid pick. Um, and I mean, realistically, like once you got past the top corners in the draft, I mean, I think it was really you know slim. It was not slim pickings; it was just free for all. After that, who are you going to take? I like Brent's. Josh Downs is great. Um, you know, Freeland's on a bad tackle out of BYU for them. Um, I, you know, I like them going offensive line a little early on, um, but I, I just like this draft a lot. I'd, I'd give it a good solid A minus, like you were saying. There you go. All righty, and moving on, we are hitting. We're actually almost at halfway mark. We'll make this one quick because this is my first meh. Like I was like, I don't hate it, but it's like they just some teams gonna have to be like a middle of the road team. This was the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love Anton Harrison pick. I love the Tank Bigsby pick. After that, it's a bunch of... I don't hate it. I don't love it. But, you know, Dougie P's always been kind of a wild card when he drafts, so... Yeah, I... Yeah, it doesn't... It's not bad. It just doesn't blow me away. Like, I give it a good, like, B. I love Anton Harrison at 27. I like Brenton Strange. I like Tank Bigsby a lot. And then once you get past those, like you were saying, I mean... I mean, I guess, you know, it's it's nothing that really blows me away. They had a lot of picks, um, so they addressed a lot of needs, a lot of various positions they drafted. But I, I agree with this. Give it a solid B. After the first three picks, it's kind of... There you go. Let's see how much they... Yep. PFF actually manned up and gave the Kansas City Chiefs a bad grade because I didn't know what the fuck they were doing in, this, in, the, in their draft. I think they got a little cocky. Yeah. That's fair. I uh, I think they're just. It's just. I feel like we're just at that point where it doesn't really matter who they draft because they figure it out. Like they take all these things away from them on offense and defense, and they still figure it out. But uh, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of uh, the edge at 31. Rashi Rice, I like, but I mean, after that, it's really like they just kind of like. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of like they threw a bunch of names. It's like they threw a bunch of names in the uh, in a hat and just pulled it. I give this one like a solid like C plus, B minus. Nothing. nothing I agree with that. Um, Right now we're at the halfway mark, so also with this draft, the second half of this draft show is brought to you by the amazing people at eatsofficial.com. Amazing, fashionable sunglasses at affordable polarized prices. We are looking at them being now for the third straight year a amazing sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. Promo code, uh, that can't say it right. Corner booth 10, uh, just corner booth for 10% off because my brain is shutting off. All right. Speaking of brain shutting off, the Las Vegas Raiders. No, I'm kidding. I'm giving them a B. Tyree Wilson at seven. Love it. Michael Meyer in the second round replaced Darren Waller. Love it. Uh, Trey Tucker, underrated. They do like get some receiver depth. It's it's not a bad draft. It's not a good draft. I think a B B plus is. And then they got uh, my boy out of uh, my boy out of Miami. He transferred to Arizona State for one year. Nesta Nesta J Silvera, solid underrated defensive tackle. He's going to be a problem. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I, I give this one a B plus. Um, I think what really keeps it away from an A is just. I mean, like, I love Tyree Wilson, especially at seven. I feel like he slipped a few picks to them. I think Michael Mayer is a great pickup for them as well. I mean, they've got 
Hunter Renfro and you've got um you still got Devontae Adams, obviously, and you got um Josh Jacobs in the backfield. Now you got Michael Mayer to fill in for um for Darren Waller for them on offense. So I, I like that pickup for them. I like Trey Tucker, I like Jacorian Bennett. I think Aiden O'Connell's a nice pick to have behind um Jimmy Jacaropolo and see if he can develop in a couple years. Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, you know, good B plus right there. Nothing else really just wows me. Um, so I would say if you want to compare it to most recent Mike Mayock drafts, this is a fucking home run. This is maybe the best draft they've had since, um, I, I would say the Derek Carr draft a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Jack, I think Jack Del Rey was the coach or no, maybe it was, um, it was, uh, what's his face? It was, uh, Dennis Allen actually. Um, mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Horn Frogs. Oh, I'm sorry. The Char- Los Angeles Chargers picking up Quentin Johnson, Darius Davis, and Max Duggan. On top of that, they got Tuli Tulatupu. I think I got that right. <laughs> and Dalen Henley out of uh, Washington State. Who actually, I don't mind him as a. Uh... And Jordan McFadden's not a bad tackle. I got to watch him go against Miami a few times. I give the Chargers a solid B. I called they were taking Quentin Johnston. I thought it was a perfect fit for them. They love their big body receivers. And Darius Davis is a missile. So, uh, yeah. yeah. They got America's favorite backup and, and uh, Max Dugan. Give it a solid B. Actually, no, I'll yeah. give it a B+. I'll give it a B+. Plus. Yeah, I was just about to raise that to a B+. Plus. Um, I like... I'm not a big fan of Quentin Johnston to them at 21. I think he hit, I think value-wise, that's a fantastic pick. I just think like they already have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and they're just massive individuals. I didn't think you really needed another giant man, but I can't be upset with them picking arguably the number one rated receiver on a lot of people's draft boards um, at 21. I like the pick at edge. I love Dayon Henley for them. I think that's an underrated pick. Darius Davis, like you mentioned, that's really what sold it for me to make it a B plus was the fact that he can just plug in on the slot and just be like that quick small guy that they need. Um, and then Max Duggan again at seven or round seven. I thought he was going to go fifth round maybe. Um, he, but I, I like the Duggan pick to back up uh, Herbert. He's not the quarterback of the future for them because they have Herbert, but I still think it's a solid value pickup for them. They could even run like Wildcat shit with him. Um, yeah. Los Angeles Rams, um, I'm going to give it a solid B-. minus. Steve Avila, love the pick. At, uh, just a solid guard, their first round two pick in it forever. Byron Young out of Tennessee, I didn't mind that at all. They picked your boy Stetson Bennett at uh, at four in the fourth round. They also grabbed LT's kid too, by the way, or his nephew or his kid. I can't remember, but he, they grabbed him in round six. I like that a lot. They grabbed Jason, I think, I believe it's Jason Taylor's kid out of Oklahoma in the third, seventh <laughs> round. I don't know. It, it was okay at best. I think, honestly, a B minus C plus is where I'll give it. The Rams just, the Ram, and they, they, I think at this point, they're just kind of like, eh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know what's funny is I don't remember the last time I've seen the Rams have this many draft picks. It's just wild to see because they've been so I depleted. I them picks. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I like Steve Avila. I like Byron Young. I give this one a good. I give this one a B. The fact that they didn't start picking until pick thirty six, and they didn't have anything after that until number seventy seven. I think they got some good value for them. So I, I give them a B. They got a lot of freaking, you know, iconic player uh, kids on here. Like you said, Jason Taylor the second. Then you got Dalvin Tomlinson's um, brother. I think it was you said Travis Hodges Tomlinson. Um, but I like. You know, it's funny. I like the Stetson Bennett pick for them. I think he went in a round that that's pretty good for him for fourth round. 
I think this kid needs to go to a team that he can learn from. I think him being behind Matt Stafford for the next one to two seasons under Sean McVay, I think that's just like a perfect scenario for him to learn the offense in the NFL uh, behind a quarterback that's got Super Bowl winning experience behind a coach that's got the same. Um, So I think this is a perfect situation for Stetson Bennett to go to. So I, I give this one a solid B for them. I'll give you that one. All right, Dolphins, we'll make this one quick because their their first round draft day was that quick. Um, um C plus. Yeah. You lose yeah. automatically two letter grades for losing your first round pick, you dummy. Um, I don't mind Cam Smith. I like him a lot at cornerback. I think he's he's gets penalized a lot, so he's got to work on that. And uh Devin Acne Acne Acane Acne, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Fast ass little Naheem Hines 2.0. I don't hate it. I don't mind it at all. I just, it's not it for me. It's eh, it's a, it's a it's a meh. It's a C plus. It's a meh. Yeah, I give I I'd even go lower. I'm giving this one like a C minus. I mean, they had four picks from the Tyree Kill trade. All the trades that they've made between Hill and and Jalen Ramsey, they've got one playoff i mean i know it just happened but they they went to the playoffs for the first time and what was it like 2016 was it were they earlier than that were they in Something i don't think like they that. were ever in with Tua or with uh brian flores so i think you have to go before mm-hmm. i think adam gaze got them in the playoffs his first year i think that might have been so we got to look into that i don't think they've been to the playoffs in a little bit um but I'm not. I'm just not. A, I like Cam Smith. He's all right. I mean, they 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 put the running back from Texas A&M in there. They've already got Raheem Morris um, or Rashad, Raheem Mostert. They got Jeff Wilson Jr. back there, and I'm pretty sure they still have Sia Med and and um, Gaskins or whoever. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he added to a loaded backfield. You took tight end in the sixth round. Great. I think Zach Coons would have been better for them. Yeah, it's all, all right. right. Uh- Speaking of another meh, uh, Minnesota Vikings, they go get Jordan Addison at 23 uh, to pair with um, KJ Osborne and, of course, J Jets. Makai Blackman at uh, 102. I don't love it. J Ward, don't love it. I give us a B minus. Um, they got Dwayne McBride out of UAB, who I think is super underrated as a running back. So uh, I don't hated it at all i just think they could have done so much better yeah it's tough because they let Thielen go so you got i would argue that defense is more important than receiver especially when they have kj osborne and and um and justin jefferson on there already but like the defense was bad last year like that's really what kept them from going far in the playoffs was that defense so i think they should have taken defense earlier on so i like that they did corner in around three and four but they really should have went defense round one with their first pick um i feel the same way i give this like a C plus B minus. It it really just was very underwhelming. All righty. Next up, the New England Patriots. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid. Bill, what the fuck? Uh, this is just. I was like confused. They ended up getting like an A minus from. Uh, I'm like how, but they got some good dudes in this in the fourth and fifth round, which was where, which is how Bill makes his money. I like Christian Gonzalez and Keon White. Two guys that are very high on my draft board. And then Keyshawn Butte at round six, man. Um, of course, they drafted a safety out of Sacramento State in the third round because why the fuck not? Um, <laughs> Isaiah Bolden out of Jackson State. Don't forget they traded up with the Jets to get a kicker in the fourth round. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just a typical Bill draft. I give it a B. It's, it was... 
I was about to give it. I was the way the Patriots fans would say, and the sky was falling. But like, I mean, it was a typical Bill Belichick draft, man. It's par for the course. I, I give it a good B plus. I I'm in love with the first two picks. Like Christian Gonzalez at 17 was a it's a giant steal for me. I had him going seven to the Raiders originally. I thought they got a great value in him. I love Keon White at, at the second round. He looked very angry on TV, so I'm not oh, excited for him to be in my. I'm not excited for him to be playing my team twice. Well, he was projected um, to go top in the 20s, so like yeah, that's probably yeah. I, he, fell, he fell like what 15 spots. He was ticked. Yeah, I mean Jake Andrews not. It's all right. I mean I don't like that they traded up to get the kicker. I don't really think anybody was probably going to give him much competition for that. Um, I like Mafi at five. I love Keishon Booty at six, obviously for reasons that obviously everybody knows. I love LSU, and then I I would like the the corner in round seven with uh, the guy from Jackson State, um, Isaiah Bolden. So for that, I'd give him a good B plus. Um, I don't think it was one of his worst drafts, but it, you know, some questionable things. Fair enough. Um, New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna give it an A minus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not that nice. Um, I'm gonna give it a B again. Another meh. I do love the Brian Breeze uh, pick at 29 and the Kendra Miller pick at 71. But after that, I was kind of just like nothing really impressive. I think a B B minus would be uh, just a solid reach for them. I think they kind of that's what they earned. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I gave him a solid B, B minus as well. Okay. I love Brian Breezy at twenty nine. I think they reached on Foskey at forty. I do like that pick. I just think they they took him a little early. Kendry Miller, I like like you were mentioning, and then after that, it's pretty just pretty pretty gloomish. So I, I agree. It was a it was a good draft. It wasn't a bad draft, but it wasn't great. I give it a B. All right, the New York Football Giants. I don't get the A plus hype. I think it's a good draft. I like a lot of the players they took, but. I'm giving it an A minus because mm-hmm. here's the issue. I worry about Deontay Banks' physicality. Who does mm-hmm. he have in his fucking division? AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, and CD Lamb. Three of the more physical receivers in football. Can he keep up with them all? Yeah, but I think AJ might literally sit on him before he catches the football. Um Jonathan Michael Schmitz, love it. Good good solid interior guy. They need all the help they can get with how uh Dallas and Philly went all interior D line. Uh, dude, my favorite pick though is Jalen Hyatt. I think he was the steal of the draft. I think he's a first-round grade receiver, and they got him at seventy-three. Dude is so fucking fast, and it actually scares me a little bit. We better have some good safety this year. But then again, it's Daniel Jones. He'll find a way to throw an interception. Yeah, I give this an A minus. There's only one team in this draft I have an A plus perfect grade for, and it's not the Giants yet. But I give the Giants a good A, A minus. Um, I think they had a fantastic draft. They took corner first round, which is a big need for them. Deontay Banks, I love the pick, but we'll see how he handles those number one receivers in that division. I think John Michael Schmitz is a fantastic pick in round two, value-wise. And I also think the steal of the show for them was Jalen High in the third round. I thought that. I think I've been praising him to get drafted by them for the last couple months, and they, they did it. And I'm so excited you're to blame to for this? Fuck you. I am to blame. Dude, I've been listen, I've been preaching all my Giants friends and uh and Bianca about Jalen Hyatt to the Giants. I thought that'd be a perfect pick. So I'm excited to see what he does with that offense. And I just think overall they just had a very good draft for, for Joe Shane and Brian Dable. So I give this one a, a solid A minus. Um and like I said, there's only one team I have a perfect draft for, and it is not the next one. Um, well, your New York football jets, I'm gonna give a B. 
too. Um, I thought they actually did good in their first three picks. I like Will McDonald. Do I think they overdrafted him? Yes. But do I think he fits their scheme? Also, yes. Dude's a freak athlete. Like Joe Tipman, get interior help to set the run blocking. We've learned from the Jason Kelsey's and the Mitchells and the uh, um, who's the safe center for the fucking Chiefs? Oh, uh, Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey. I knew it was like some combination of boxers' names. <laughs> um, dude, good centers win win you championships, and this is a great way to do it. I think Joe Tipman's a great center. I like his game a lot. Um, like Carter Warren out of Pitt. Listen, they they got him at 120. He could have been drafted in the 90s. It wasn't a bad pick. Um, I give it a solid B. Even could have been worse. Yeah, I um I was going back and forth with it. It was we not. Have to, Aaron a, we have to add that against it too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <clears> listen. The, when you consider that you lost a second and you picked two spots back and you got Aaron Rodgers, I think that's amazing. But at the same time, you really got to analyze this fairly. It's not a, it's not a great draft to me, and it's not a bad draft. It's middle of the pack. Mm. I think it's like a B, like you were saying, B minus B. I like Will McDonald a lot. Like as a player, I think he's fantastic. I think he's going to be just a machine on defense for us. At fifteen, I think I rather would have traded that pick and moved back <clears> six <throat> or seven spots, and I still could have taken him, gotten more picks for that. Joe Tipman, I love as well, but I think John Michael Schmitz was the pick right there at center if you're going to go with one. But I'm not upset at Tipman. He's got an amazing mullet. Um, I just we just resigned our center right before the draft, so I was confused with why they went center with round two rather than maybe guard or tackle instead of waiting until fourth round. Yeah, that's you true. Guys like Swiss Army knife, you can move them around. And you know we need to praise Elijah Vera Tucker more often because this man's a left guard who's playing right guard and just finished playing right tackle. So this man's already on three different positions, and he's only two years into the league. So, and he's a great player at all of them so far. So I just I love that guy for those reasons. Maybe Titman can play guard for a little bit too. But you know, Carter Warren I think is a really nice pickup as well. Israel Abanaconda is a very fast running back. Even though we already have three, that was my issue with that. I like Zaire Barnes. Uh, Zach Coons apparently is the most athletic tight end in in history, and apparently that's a fact. Like he he scored the highest on a certain athletic test. Since like 1987, they were saying, I don't know, he's got some sort of freakish athletic score that's the highest that they've seen or something like that. I don't know. But apparently it's an amazing athletic ability tight end, so I love that at six. So I give it a B. I think they they made good picks. I just think that they picked some people too early. All right. Now to my team. A plus. Howie, way to throw in another masterclass, my guy. Holy shit. And... Here's why it gets a masterclass. It's a trade. They need. It's a trade that put them from an A to an A plus. I thought this was a solid A minus draft until they traded a seventh round pick for a possible franchise level running back. Yes, I said that because DeAndre Swift was grossly misused in Detroit, and it actually angered me as somebody who's had my fantasy team the last three years. Um, he just happens to fall into my lap in like the fifth round every year. Jalen Carter at nine, dog. Nolan Smith at thirty. Dog. Keely Ringo at round at 109. Dog. <coughs> okay, all Georgia jokes aside. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Bulldogs. Um, dude, Jalen Carter is the best, most talented player in the draft. Not named quarterback. Um, Nolan Smith is a freak athlete who can learn from Hassan Reddick, who basically was his pro comp. Tyler Steen out of Alabama, part of that road hog offense they've got. But here is my here is the, my two steals of the draft. At pick 66 and picks 105. 
You get Sidney Brown, who's the first true free, uh, the fruit first true like safety, who was drafted. Like a lot of the guys who drafted ahead of him were tweeners. Sidney Brown got an 89 coverage grade, and he was the motor behind that secondary at Illinois that allowed Witherspoon and them boys to fucking wreck shit. Um, Sidney Brown's a freak athlete, ran a 4-4, a sledgehammer of a hitter. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a smaller Taylor Mays. Um, mixed with a little bit of a Malcolm Jenkins. <clears throat> but I'm excited for him to definitely take somebody's spot day one. And then, dude, Keely Ringo was the number one rated quarterback for 95% of the season until Marvin Harrison Jr. sunned him. But he doesn't have to start day one. And he has Darius Slay and freaking James Bradbury to learn behind, which is amazing. <clears throat> All, and then... DeAndre fucking Swift for a seventh round pick. God damn, Howie. Just 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 clap it up for Mr. Roseman. Just putting on a goddamn masterclass. That's why I broke out the cigar. It was for Howie. Dude just like literally my entire Twitter board was just Howie's cooking. Everyone from Darius Slay's wife down to dudes from like the McAfee show all the way up to Daniel Jeremiah. They were all saying, oh, 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 Howie's cooking again, guys. Howie's cooking. So absolutely love it. Yeah, this is a this is my perfect draft. This is my A plus draft right here. I mean, Jalen Carter at nine was is amazing value right there. Everybody had him going maybe three or five. Um, Nolan Smith at thirty is another steal. I mean, I thought they were gonna have to trade up to get him. They didn't even have to budge. Um, Tyler Steen's gonna be a good tackle out of Alabama for them. Sydney Brown is a great pick at the third round for you guys after losing Epps and Gardner Johnson. Keely Ringo is probably the best pick of this entire draft, to be honest with you. Just the value that you got for a guy that was in the top three of cornerbacks on everybody's draft board for all this time. He was a top five pick in January. What the fuck? And then he had one bad game, and everybody he just dropped like four rounds to you guys. And I think that was an amazing pick. He was somebody who I was keeping my eye on after round two, and I just couldn't believe he kept going. And then he threw in DeAndre Swift. I was walking into the gym on Saturday, and they said, Keely Ringo, Mike. Fucking go! <laughs> yeah, that and you just add DeAndre Swift, and it's just that's just amazing. Because now Swift can be that lead guy in Pitts in uh, Philadelphia for them, and it's just it's a perfect scenario for them. He just had and an absolutely amazing game draft. Was a horrifying running attack. Yeah, and then you still have Boston Scott, and then they're going to probably try to have to portray Sermon on the practice squad, which is magnificent. That they are that loaded <laughs> running back. Um, also, like it's just it's just even they also got like a back quarterback. Tanner McKee for uh, for Hertz because they you need your athletic white boy to be behind Hertz. It's how it's how <laughs> the world works. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to give this yeah. a minus. Mm-hmm. I love this draft. The only thing that ticked me off is they did not address the cornerback position early enough. Roger yeah. Jones, road grader. You want to protect your quarterback who you're trying to prove to everyone is worth something, even though he's probably not? Great. Roger Jones is that dude at 14. Keanu Benton at 49 is a is a plug in the middle. They get Darnell Washington because they haven't gotten the tight end position right since Heath Miller was there. And then they go get Nate Nick Herbing to learn from um, TJ Watt and possibly go on the other side of the ball. I love it. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I'm giving this one an A minus as well. The only reason why I'm not giving it anything higher is is the exact reason that you're saying is that they just didn't address uh, cornerback or secondary at all until the until the um, seventh round. 
Um, I love Broderick Jones for them. He they they um, traded up and got ahead of the Jets to take him. Keanu Benton's a great pick. Darnell Washington will be nice with Firemuth, and I love her big at round four. I think that's a steal for them. I think he's going to be really good in the NFL, especially with TJ Watt next to him. Um, and then it's just yeah, the only knock is that they took corner round seven. I mean they they lost Cam Sutton and they they uh, replaced him with I think it was Patrick Peterson. So I mean that's a 32, 33 year old corner right there. You should have went one a little earlier instead of Corey yeah. Trice Jr. in round seven. So that's the only reason why I'm giving them an A minus. Don't love it. Um, next up the 49ers. and ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Harper, please take it away. I just love shitting on these guys so much. This is really bad. That's a clown question, bro. Our second clown of the week is the San Francisco 49ers. Sweet God. Kyle, I know you're trying to outthink the room here, but you guys weren't that close to winning a Super Bowl. I hope you realize that. You drafted like you just won the year before. Um, Yeah, you got... Siobhan Hargrave, congratulations. He's going to be good for eight sacks, a couple broken tackles, and a lot of good plays. But here's the thing. You don't have a quarterback. You have Sammy IC Ghosts and give middle school teachers mono. <laughs> and Mr. Rubber Elbow himself, Bryce Petty. I, I just, like, Jake Moody, a kicker in the third round? And then Jair not- Brown is a third-round rated safety at best. I mean, high third round. Like, I'm talking, like, pick like a hundred um darnell lutter out of south alabama eh, okay i guess i like robert beal because he was the other edge rusher on that georgia team and honestly he wasn't bad on tape the problem was he's just his teammates the last couple years were jordan davis noah smith and jayla carter um i do like the d winners pick because he's definitely kind of fits that shanahan prototype but other than that like dude like this is bad this is this is my first f because they drafted a kicker in round nice. fucking three. That, that makes no sense to me. Why would you do that? Yeah, they... Yeah, this is bad. I give this like a D. And the only reason why I'm not giving it an F is because I really do like G.I. or Brown. Um, so I like that pick in the third round for them. You know, I think what really makes it worse is that they don't, they didn't have any first or second round picks this year. And that was because of the Trey Lance trade. So when you really think about the fact that, uh, uh Mr. Irrelevant has taken your third overall quarterback's job and he hasn't even started yet. And this is your draft. I mean, it, it just this proves to terrible. me why the 49ers are a fucking meme. It just makes so much. It yeah, makes so much how many tight ends, how many tight ends do you need to draft? Like they, they well, took apparently one cause George Kittle is going to miss 80% of the season because he gets injured. Shout to well, Theo I'm Vaughn for that, that have, joke. I'm glad they have Cameron Latou out of Alabama that they took after the kicker. So, yeah. So this, this is, is this is terrible. The, that's my first half of the day. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go to the other side of the spectrum to my third and final A plus, the Seattle fucking Seahawks. Hey, Pete and John, good job, guys. That was a master class. Not only do you prove to your running back, your quarterback, that you got his back. You also address a lot of problems that made your de- your team hard to be- hard to hard to lose to. You go get a dog of a cornerback at the first overall at the fifth at your first pick. Then you go get an elite slot receiver to go with Lockett and DK Metcalf. And Jackson's been the Jigma. Derek Hall and Zach Chernoblatt in the second round. Love both these picks. One is a bruiser with wiggle, and the other one is an, a great explosive edge rusher. 
Then you go get a guard in the fourth round, who I honestly, out of Anthony Bradford, I've who I actually liked a lot. Um, then I like Jarek White. I mean, Jarek Reed. He was like one of those sleeper safeties. I was kind of hoping maybe we'd get in the later rounds. And Kenny fucking McIntosh, another fucking bruiser. Pete knows running backs get hurt. He's got the second that Kenneth Murray went down, they were fucked last year. This way, Kenny McIntosh, Zach Chernobot, Chernobot, whatever the fuck his name is, they're both monsters, <laughs> just road grading yards. I love this pick. Petey, John, John Boy, great, great draft, guys. Great draft. Hawks back. Hawks 12, they're back, baby. Uh, you know, you know what? This is it's tough not to give this one an A plus. Honestly, I mean, they got the best cornerback in the draft at five. They got arguably the best receiver at twenty. Derek Hall is a great pick for them in round two. Zach Charbonneau, I, I think that's how you say it, is a, is a fantastic yeah. running back for them in the second round. Pair him up with um, Kenny Walker, um, and you just got speed, unimaginable Absolute speed like in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, and you don't have to worry about Kenny Walker getting hurt again because he has somebody to take a couple, like, you know, five to ten carries off his belt or whatever per game. Um, not great for fantasy owners, but fantastic for them. Oh, in real I life. mean, listen, yeah, I, 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 I drafted Walker last year in, like, the 12th round, and I let him go because he hadn't gotten a carry yet. Then Rashad <laughs> Penny gets hurt. I'm like, motherfucker. <sighs> um, Bradford's a great pick for them. I love Kenny McIntosh around seven. I think this is overall as perfect as a draft as you can get. You give. I think it's better than – I honestly think it's better than Phillies. If you take out the the uh, DeAndre Swift trade, because okay, the Seahawks actually that. addressed the Seahawks addressed every single need they had, and they did well with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. We go from one of my favorites to one of my least favorites. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, come on down. He gave this an A minus. I don't know how because you're not solving any problems. Yeah, I like the Cody Maw trade. That Cody Maw trade that was the only one I liked. Everything else was kind of just like. I don't like Kalaji Pansy unless they can, unless um, he can learn from Peter Bay in the middle, like how to shed blocks better than using one move. And Servarcia Dennis out of Pittsburgh, yeah, 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 yeah Diaby out of it's just there's not a lot of good players. I'm kind of like, eh. I think Todd Bowles might actually be losing his shit. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get I give this one a solid C plus. I like Kalaja Kansi. My thing with them is that I think defense was the stronger side of the ball for them than offense. Yeah. And you they need offensive line help. They need running back help. They need tight end help. And they didn't address any of that until the fifth round. They took a tight end in the fifth round, a receiver in the sixth round, and that was it. They went defensive. They went um, interior defensive line round one. They took the Cody Mauch at round two, which I love for them. Um, and then they go edge, linebacker, corner, and then they go tight end, receiver, edge, corner. I just think that they needed to take offense early, especially the offensive line for Baker Mayfield. Um, so I give this one like a C plus because I feel like they went defense heavy, and I think they really need to just help out Baker. Yeah. Now we move on to one of my sleeper teams, the Tennessee Titans. Mikey Vrabes, just, just good job, Mike. Just you, you had six picks and you missed with maybe one. Okay, you get Skronsky to play help out that abysmal O line. You get Levis to to finally replace Ryan Tannehill in the second round. He's gonna probably play by week six. You get Tajay Spears as a good change of pace back for DH because I guess you're not trading them. You get Josh Wiley who I love, love Josh Wiley. 
he was one of my underrated tight ends. He was one of the engines that made that Cincinnati offense run with Desmond Ritter. Perfect. And then Jalen Duncan out of Maryland, honestly, was I thought I saw on mock draft boards when his highest four, fourth round, and they got him in the sixth. It's not a bad draft. Mikey Braves hit it. I think they could have gotten somebody better around something like Dowell, but I mean, that's that's whatever. Small school receivers are kind of his thing. I give the I'll I give, give this A-. one a I'm gonna give this one a B plus. Um so I think what really really makes this a B plus to me is that I think they got great value at their picks. Like Skronsky at eleven is phenomenal, mm. especially since he was the second tackle off the board, and I think he was the best one in the draft. Will Levis at thirty three. I'm not a big Will Levis guy, but I think he that's a phenomenal value for him when he everybody no, I should say everybody, but he was pretty much well roundedly thought of to go top ten. So you get him at 33. I think that's tremendous um, upside for that. And I think they overall, they had a pretty good draft. I, I like Spears. My issue is just all of his ACL injuries. Is he going to be like Todd Gurley and only be in the league for five, six years? That's uh, how is his knee? How is his knee? I think he's, a, he's a, sorry to keep cutting you off. I think he's yeah. a perfect change of pace back. That's why I think he went to the pros. Oh, no, yeah. My fear is how long is he going to be in the NFL? But I think that's I think it's a nice pickup in general, like the, the kind of player that he is and a change of back. I just hope that he has a good career. Um, so I give this a good B+. I think they could have went in different routes and some things, but I don't think it's a bad draft. I think it's better than people think. I think it's amazing. Very nice. See, there, I did find, we were talking about this post pre-draft, the kid out of Tulsa, who I think is honestly the best like the biggest sleeper back, but the problem is he didn't even get drafted. So I'm kind of sad he didn't yeah. get picked. But like I think he's like the he ran like Todd Gurley with Wiggle, which was kind of like really cool for me to see. But you know I think somebody's gonna. I think he's gonna be that undrafted like the Aaron Foster like drafted free agent out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. man, Washington Commanders, we are Commanders. Bum, 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 bum. Here we go, commies. Here we go. <laughs> um. Manual form 16, love it. Marcus Peters 2.0, phys- not very physical, but he's a great ball ball skills guy. And then they went the opposite way, and Dratavius Martin, the other side, who's like nitty-gritty, kind of icky-picky physical, kind of just very – he's one of those like – that Illinois secondary was phenomenal. Um, and then K.J. Henry at round five, love that pick. So I give it a B plus. I think the commanders honestly had the second-best draft – had the didn't have the worst draft class in the uh east i think yeah. that belongs solely to dallas um new york i think and commanders are closer than people want to admit and philly's just sprinting away like a motherfucker yeah i think this is the kind of draft that you get where you just you really address oh. needs and sometimes it's not a bad thing like with the commanders i don't know how long it's been since they've had a quality secondary like just overall corners. Yeah, exactly. And, you have to go back and, to the fucking um, hall days. John, Sean Taylor, that, that team. Yep. And Laurent Landry. Yep. And uh, yep. damn, that was. DeJuan Landry, too. We were, I think I mean, no, Laurent Landry. Yeah. Yeah, that was, Matt, we were in middle, we were middle school. Yeah, that's that's my point exactly. I Holy That's why I'm giving shit. this. That's exactly why I'm giving this draft a solid Dude, A minus. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm giving this one an A minus, though, because they went corner back to back, which if there was any team to do that, it, it should have been the commanders. I mean, they, so my only thing is I'm, I'm worried they're throwing all their eggs in the basket of Sam Howell, which he didn't look bad that one game he started, but that's the problem. It's just one game, but Emmanuel Forbes and Jartavius uh, Martin, with their first two picks for corners. I love that. 
I love that for them going uh, secondary first two rounds and then going offensive line the next two, which was another need for them is that they needed they needed help on the line after they lost um, Brandon Scherf and guys like that after that. So they needed help on the line. KJ Henry is a great pickup for them as well. Chris Rodriguez Jr. out of Kentucky. Um, I, I give this one a solid A minus. They went needs, but they I think they got good value at the needs that they drafted. And I just love the corners for them first two picks. I, <clears throat> it's just, it's an average draft, but you know what? They had some good picks and I think that's why they went up to a B, a B plus for me. It was mm-hmm. very, um, oh, of course, Dendrick Prince went to the Kansas City fucking Chiefs. God damn it. You get, uh, they get some good undrafted guys. Oh my God. They're about to fucking smoke teams because you thought, I mean, I, I'm telling you, Matt, you want to go watch some fun? Go watch his highlights from 2021 when he actually had a good O-line and a good offense around yeah. him. Sweet God. It was just like watching Todd Gurley. I'm just like, this and is And then uh, other news that popped up while we were doing this, the Cardinals declined the fifth-year option on Isaiah Simmons. Uh-oh. Not really a big shocker in my opinion either. Yeah, he's been very um, – he's definitely kind of been mid – at best yeah not just definitely not the ninth overall or whatever he was first round pick kind of thing yeah you know it's it's weird like i really try to understand teams draft boards and i look at i thought isaiah simmons was this can't miss prospect the problem is he can't cover mm-hmm. i said this in the draft i said this to kevin multiple times and kevin agreed with me and i was right because i i said the one problem is he's athletic as hell but he doesn't know how to use it. So that is why, unfortunately, yeah. Isaiah Simmons will probably be a bounce around guy because he's a freak athlete, but he can't cover. Mm-hmm. We're just saying you get all the. You know how great this episode was. I didn't even finish a full beer. There you go. He, you know, that's just. I think just teams really get overshadowed by like athletic traits. Like, great, he can jump. He's got the highest vertical jump, or he's got a four point four forty, or he can put up thirty reps on the bench. But like, can he cover? Can he play his position? We all know he's a freak athlete and that he can lift heavy and he can jump high and he can run fast, but can he cover? And that is his position. And that would just at the end of the day, that's just, you can't play your position. You're a very athletic, great, but I need you to play linebacker. It's the biggest, uh, linebacker is the most underrated position in football still. I think I think people still sleep on it too much. It is a field general for your defense. Um, that and safety. All right, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to our sponsors, Candidips. Yeats and of course Seat Geek for promo code Belly Up. For, I believe a decent amount of money after your thing. I have to get clarification. I think it's like 50 or 40. Don't quote me on that. I don't want to get false advertising, but you get a good discount when you use the promo code Belly Up. So there you go. Um, official sponsor of Belly Up Sports and not the Corner of the Podcast because I'm a dipshit. Um, we will be back on Thursday for our May the 4th episode. May the 4th be with you. Um, I don't know if I'll be wearing any Star Wars props. I may have like. My Mandalorian t-shirt on, but I got nothing else. Um, no no Star Wars helmets right now. No uh, lightsabers. Just t-shirts. And soon to be a tattoo, but, you know, that's a whole other mm-hmm. ballgame. Um, but, yeah, folks, we appreciate you stopping by. It got cold as shit out because it started raining by me. Uh, don't worry, I'm under a covered deck. So, uh, see, uh, big brain moves, kids. Um, <laughs> we will see you on Thursday for our May the Force episode. Of course, our, our resident version of AJ Hawk. DJ Stewart will be there as well. Um, we hope you have a great week. Uh, congrats to the Eagles, Steelers, and Seahawks. And I, you know, 
Matt, your Jets, because you know your Jets got Aaron Rodgers. But yes, for all those teams having great draft weeks, and of course the Cincinnati Bengals as well. We will see you guys on Thursday. Um, from now on, after this Thursday, keep up to date on our Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and our Facebook for when our shows will be. Me and Matt have earned a lot of this. Has been a grueling draft process since February. Me, Matt, Mason are definitely a little burnt out. Uh, we're also going to be taking some weeks off to do some maintenance on the show uh, to get ready for the football season. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Also, be on the lookout for me and Matt's live show coming to you this summer. Good time. We're thinking cigars, cameras, beers, and uh, maybe barbecue. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, have a good week um, and enjoy. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.